and welcome to a toast to rom-coms. Welcome on this Monday evening. I, I, I don't have to work tomorrow. You do. Well, I do. Sorry, Charlie. You'll be sorry when I start calling your ass at six in the morning to get you up. Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> your phone's probably off anyway. Well, anyway, I am Marie, one of your hosts on our lovely podcast. And I am your other host, Allison. Today, we will be talking about... Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot the name of the movie. How could you forget the name of the movie? Okay, look, this whole no intro music thing really threw off my mojo. <laughs> and I don't know if I can recover. Uh, my wonderful husband, James, got real high tech on us and uh, just bought the MP3 so we wouldn't have to play it on our phones on YouTube before every and like fade down the volume. I'm not handling change well. <laughs> But I'll get over it. Yeah. It's an adjustment. I think you did great. Thank you. Personally. Until I had to bring it up on the podcast. I feel (laughs) like it was doing fine. (laughs) Uh, So today we'll be talking about the 40-year-old virgin from... I always feel like I say virgin weird. I don't know why. Virgin. Like sometimes it comes out virgin instead of virgin. That's okay. Yeah. So we'll be talking about the 40-year-old virgin with Steve Carell, Catherine Keener, and a whole bunch of other people that Allison will be getting into. I will. Would you like me to do that right now? I would love for you to. Okay. So this movie came out in 2005. Um, It was directed by Judd Apatow, written by Judd Apatow and Steve Carell. So... Marie mentioned Steve Carell, Catherine Keener. We also have some heavy hitters, like our personal favorite, Paul Rudd. Come on, Rudders. Let's whoop, get whoop. it, Rudders. Uh, Romany Malco. Sure. That, that's Jay. Okay. But I don't know if it's Romani, Romany. That's my best guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Seth Rogen. So those are the big heavy hitters for this movie. Those are the heavy hitters, but man, you had some good um, cameos. Yeah, cameos. Thank you for that. Short rolls. Like some were cameos, some were not. You got Elizabeth Banks in there. Kat Dennings was in there. Kevin Hart. I consider that a cameo. Yeah. Well, I don't think it is a cameo at that point because I think that was whenever he was first starting out. I'm calling it a cameo. Fine. Get over it. All right, fine. So Kevin Hart, uh, Jane Lynch was in there. I don't think that was a cameo or a shorter role. It was just a role. But she's great. She is she great. She's hysterical. You had uh, Steve Carell's wife in there. Yeah, that's and right. I Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. And um, Leslie Mann. Yes. Leslie Mann. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I knew I was forgetting one in there. And I'm sure I also forgot someone that i'll get into when i look at my notes but that was a lot of people it is a lot of people yeah uh do you want to introduce these drinks so with the 40 year old virgin the a big scene in there is when he gets his chest wax so today yeah and i'm telling you it's believable and that blood was real that blood was real it happens people so if you think waxing's a joke you think people are exaggerating 
they're not i have a funny waxing story i can tell us everybody everybody okay <laughs> <laughs> so the drink is called the bikini wax brazilian wax thank you i did that on the way home too <laughs> the drink is the brazilian wax no he was not getting a brazilian but the bikini wax cocktail sounded gross you got milk you got vodka and rum and just weird. no Yes. So in the bikini, the Brazilian wax. Get your shit together, Marie. It's that theme song. <laughs> so in the Brazilian wax, we have cachaca. I have no idea how you say it, so that sounds great. Cachaca, which is a type of rum made from sugarcane, I believe. Passion fruit puree, which we couldn't find, so we have Juicy Deuce. Passion dragon fruit. I'm sorry, guys. That was the closest I could find. Pineapple juice, some seltzer water, and... Lime. Lime. Yep. Yes. So it smells... I thought it smelled good. So did Allison. Mm -hmm. Bernard did not think it smelled good. He tasted the rum by itself, and he did not like it. And then he came over, he was like, smell this. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it smells pretty tropical, yes. pretty fruity. It's it's a bright it, yellow. It's very pretty. Yeah, it's, it's very- pretty, especially how Bernard did the lime garnish on there. It looks great. Check out the Instagram. Yep. Toasty rom-coms. Yep. So, all right. All right. Cheers. cheers. Boop. It's not bad, but it's not my favorite. There's actually not as much flavor as I thought there would be. Yeah. It, w- it tastes a lot like a watered down yeah. drink like you know how you've been talking 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 the ice has really melted that's about what it tastes like so i mean it's easy to drink it, yeah it's easy to drink it's light on flavor so i could see this being a good summer drink i don't know if you bump up the juices to give it more flavor less seltzer more juice i don't know I think that might be the best plan. But Plus, I don't really taste the seltzer. It's not very bubbly either. No. But I don't I don't hate it. I don't I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's yeah, there. It's fine. Yep. It'll okay. be easy to drink. So that sounds that sounds great. Yeah. Oh, we'll let you know how the second uh, the second drink tastes. Yes. When we get that. Occasionally as well. Bernard likes to change it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my favorite drink that we've made so far. And I say we've made uh, Bernard's made. I think the favorite drink uh, so far has been that blue martini. That is exactly what was going in my mind. Yeah. Um, I think we are at 11 shows. So maybe we could rank our drinks. Oh, that's a good idea. And post that so people know. Yeah. The blue martini I would definitely drink a lot of. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing is, what was it? The orange bitters. Didn't we have orange something in there? Orange bitters? I think there was an orange garnish and an orange bitters. Yeah. I don't have any orange bitters. I have to buy some. Oh, yeah. So I, I have those. I ended up keeping them. Least favorite drink? Campari. <laughs> Campari. The bicicleta did not work out very well. I'm still like a little ashamed. Yeah. I, I feel bad about the commitment and the promise that we broke, but we're going to... We're just going to move on. Moving on right now. So the 40-year-old virgin, I believe it is time for the summary. So Allison, if you could please work your magic and tell us what is going on in this movie. Like 
the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I think the title pretty much says it all. I don't. (laughs) So the 40-year-old virgin definitely isn't about a 40-year-old virgin. No, I'm just kidding. It is. (laughs) Um, It's about a really sad guy who doesn't have a whole lot of friends, kind of just stuck in the same day-to-day kind of a thing, working at a tech store, and uh, never been laid. And uh, his co-workers find out, and they try to hook him up with somebody. That that's all. That's all I have on that. Okay. And hilarity ensues when they try to hook him up with people. Correct. That, yeah, that is correct. I gotta say, my first note. What's your first note? The apartment looks like a twenty-year-old lives there. Okay, my first note was <laughs> another Paul Rudd movie. <laughs> That was my very first note. Do you know what my last note was? What? Paul Rudd got in really good shape for (laughs) Ant-Man. Because they showed those shirtless. Well, funny enough, I was looking up facts and it said that um, Judd Apatow told him to gain weight for the movie because Apatow thinks Paul Rudd's funnier when he's a little chubby. Oh, I didn't know that. And the studio hated that, and he went on like a 48-hour no-eating thing. Oh, no. I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard that the studio does not like a chubby Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd in any form. As do I. I don't know. There were a couple... I was doing a little digging into Paul Rudd's movie roles as I was researching some things. I don't you were know. just looking at Paul Rudd. Just say it. His movies. Okay. His movies. Okay. Okay. There are a couple roles that I'm unfamiliar with, so I don't know if I'll love Paul Rudd in those roles, but I did see the title of a romantic comedy with Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon that I had never heard of before called Overnight Delivery. Nope. And I am going to have to watch that. I've never heard of that either. No, it's like apparently he tries to send a letter to an ex-girlfriend to break up and decides against it. So he tries to go after the letter after he overnights it. Uh, That sounds very believable. Just kidding. It doesn't sound believable, but but it sounds fun. I'm excited to watch it. And Reese Witherspoon plays a stripper or something that he meets on the way. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's coming. Okay. It's coming, guys. Once we finish this list... We have so many plans. So many plans. They're not even probably doable. But, but like, we're booking on this. Like, you think? We're in the 30s now. Oh, I'm so bad at math. I know we did 10. This is the 11th. Yeah, so that means we're on like 39 or 38. Cool. Maybe 39. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad at math, too. I am. You asked me how many days it was until Game of Thrones, and I was like, I don't know, 10? <laughs> Guess what? It's 19. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, I only watched it once before, and I liked it much better this time than the first time. I really enjoyed it the second time around. Would there be any reason why? Like, you can pinpoint that you enjoyed it this much I, I don't know if it's a different place in my life. Maybe because I'm closer to 40, I enjoyed it more. Um, I don't remember who I watched it before with, but maybe that played a part in it. Maybe I just thought it was funnier with Bernard. I don't know. I just, I really liked it. I thought it was silly. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was 
pretty good natured. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. Um, I just, I liked it. I thought that if I had never met Bernard and got married, my life would be a lot like, (laughs) a lot like Andy's, but less productive. I mean, he had a lot of hobbies. He played, didn't he play like the trombone or something? I think it was a tuba or something. It was some kind of brass instrument. No, a sousaphone wraps your body. Okay. Yeah. I mean, playing instruments. He paints his little figurines, (laughs) makes egg salad. There's a lot of things that goes into his day. His karaoke, his video games. Yes. Yes. Honestly, it looked kind of sad to me. He worked out a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Do we want to jump into believability? Yeah. I thought that overall the premise of the movie was pretty believable. I agree. And I especially thought that when I I read that they researched older virgins. I saw that. um, Just to get a feel for Andy's character that it happens maybe more often than people in today's society would think. Just I think we read a lot about sex. We hear a lot about sex. But there are maybe shy or socially awkward people who are relatively normal. They just never happen for them. Yeah. So I think the overall premise, believable. Yes, I agree. What is your most unbelievable part of this movie? I will be interested to see if it jives with mine. It's tough to say what's the most unbelievable part but I have to say the fact that he doesn't masturbate. Okay. Like every single time he wakes up and they show his massive boner, like, aren't you going to do something about that, buddy? Take care of that. Like jerked it out. Like, I don't. And he like really sets the stage the one time (laughs) to masturbate. Like he lights the candles, turns the pictures around, tries to put on some mood porn and then just stops and watches everyone loves Raymond and I'm sorry I just don't like that show that much I don't either okay it's like the big bang theory I just can't get into it sorry sorry world nope so yeah I I agree that wasn't what I like harped on a lot but I mean sometimes you just got to clear things out right yeah no that's what I and I kept agreeing with his friends too because they were like, you got to unplug your system. It was like, um, there's something about Mary. Whenever oh, yeah, he tells yeah, yeah, him, yeah, like, yeah. you got to, I can't remember exactly what it says, but like, you got clear, clear the pipes. Yeah. You got to clear the pipes. And I was like, hey, this, what, this is what Andy has to do. Why go in discomfort when you can, excuse me, when you can just take care of it. Let it go. Let it, let it go. Better out than in. Puts a whole nother spin on that <laughs> song now, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I couldn't believe that they were still all employed. Everyone in a romantic <laughs> comedy is terrible at their job. They really are. That is like the most common theme. Like going back on our um, criteria... I think we should add how bad are they are they at their jobs? <laughs> These guys might be the worst. Yeah. I mean, you're playing porn on those big screens. Oh my god. <laughs> I forget Paul Rudd's character's name. Dave. Dave. He's using one of the camcorders to shoot his butt. <laughs> 
a public colonoscopy (laughs) i laughed so hard at that but i was like oh i don't remember ever seeing paw reds but i'm gonna look at that (laughs) hey he was showing it for the world to see so why not yeah i wonder if that really was his butt or was it a butt double it had to be his butt i don't know it wasn't in the IMDb facts, so we'll never know. It wasn't. Unless Paul Rudd himself will tell us. We'll assume. It's his bum. It's his butt. Yes. So, yeah, just the whole employee. Jane Lynch was a terrible boss. She had no control over the employees. She wasn't there half the time. Mooj was terribly unprofessional. Terribly unprofessional. I mean, I think the hardest worker was probably the hot girl they shouldn't have hired for the stock room. (laughs) No, I think Andy was probably the hardest worker. Andy did work hard. He was the most appropriate. However, he did leave the job in the middle of the workday multiple times. Yes, that is true. And I know like you get breaks we can assume it was a lunch break, but the data Palooza break seemed like a long ass break. 20 dates in an hour. Also, how is it that they are all able to go on break at the same time <laughs> without shutting down the store? <laughs> or how are they all working at the same time? Is every <laughs> single employee Ooh, you got a little so, chill there? Yeah. Is every single employee on the job at all times? No wonder all these places went out of business. They yeah. are horribly inefficient. Yes. Uh, also, them like doing all of their extracurricular activities at the store. Like, who is the person that has the keys to this place that is just going there for poker night or locking them in there with the porn playing? None of them were managers until Andy became floor manager. Yeah. And I don't even know if that's the same thing as a manager where you'd be able to open up the store and things like that i have no idea they're horribly unhelpful except towards the end uh cal starts giving good advice no are you still on the job i'm still on the job i'm sorry i haven't i have not moved on from the job yet (laughs) i have not oh my god i think they i mean they yell profanity all the time they sexually harass Andy. They do. They had a sword fight with light bulbs. Thank you. That was my next point. <laughs> I guess you hope they were used up light bulbs that they didn't need anymore. Do you think that's good for the environment to have just like shattered fluorescent lights? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. It's probably not good for anyone to have shards of glass laying down in the drive. Yes. Um, I would also like to bring out, bring up, I do not think, I don't know who would, so I found this unbelievable. Who thinks a woman fucking a horse is a cool idea to go see in person? Nope. Just not, I guess there's people out there. Like, I'm glad he said it ended up not being cool it was uncomfortable where he felt sorry for them it was a weird way to open up the movie a little bit yeah but that was um, like i think that was really the weirdest part of it and i i have a follow-up weirdest part okay maybe this is prudish but whenever elizabeth banks's character beth is like masturbating with the the bath head with uh andy just looking on oh 
I didn't think that was a super weird part, actually. I thought it was kind of weird, but then I loved it whenever he said, this is graphic. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think... I guess it depends on how comfortable people are with themselves, but yeah. I could have seen that happening, especially when they were like, this girl's a freak. Yeah. As he turns around, that this was unbelievable. He turns around and all three oh of my his God, friends that was so funny. I apartment. So, so did I. Yeah. It actually dawned on me halfway through this movie, maybe a little bit more than half. I had never seen it all the way through. Like, I think I've only ever seen the... Uh, like edited version oh so i feel like i missed probably like 15 minutes of this like just watching on cable because i I didn't remember that part um i didn't remember like a few other parts either but i loved uh i thought the bachelorette party see i have mixed feelings about whether that's believable or not because i don't think in a bachelorette party like they all go home with men uh well i guess it depends on what part of the bachelorette party like probably the bride oh you think they all stay together is that what you mean well i don't think that her character leslie mann's character had it all together she had a breathalyzer in her (laughs) car to start her car yes which was fantastic it was so good but then i was like why doesn't he just drive i thought that too and then i remembered he doesn't have his license still a better choice still a better choice it's really not that hard it's not especially if you're a 40 year old man having watched people drive all your life it's not that hard i mean it could be hard if it was a stick but it wasn't a stick it was a automatic no Yes. I, I just, that whole scene was great. Let's get some fucking French toast. <laughs> yes. It was branch. She was like, branch toast. I don't know. She said it really weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. And then the whole Missy Elliott, every time I, like, every time that song comes on, like brings that scene up. Oh, boy. Yeah. You oh, did it. You did it. I did it. Who said his name? James. Um, did you watch it with subtitles? Now that to bring up James, of course I did. So did you read the lyrics to the song that was playing? I did. <laughs> I didn't realize though. I was focused on the movie. And then Bernard was like, "Did you see the lyrics to the song in the club?" He goes, "Rewind it. <laughs> jump, jump on the dick. Suck, suck on the clit." <laughs> like, yes. Whoa! I didn't see the jump, jump on the dick, but I saw suck, suck on the clit, and I was like, "Whoa, baby, <laughs> that." is a lot that club was unlike any club i've ever seen in my life yes like at one glance looks normal and then you got girls making out was there a fight happening some like there there was pushing no was it just more girls making out though i don't remember multiple group there were like three groups of girls making out yeah i (laughs) no it was that was you could see why those yahoos took andy there though i loved the uh that they took the dildos out to the bar or the club excuse me (laughs) (laughs) this looks like dr seuss's penis Uh, (laughs) that was so good i thought the guy oh i'm I'm, i was gonna jump ahead i will not so anyway i thought the drunk girl the group how about the 20 dates no sex rule in their relationship is that believable 
I think it depends on who you're with and where you're at in your life. I think it could be. Just depends on the people. I think for a virgin, it would be. Mm-hmm. So, yes. What about you? I I thought it was believable as, as well. I thought that since she had kids and she's worried about the kids getting hurt or involving a man in their life and not being sure about him, I thought it seemed reasonable and believable as well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the whole eBay store was unbelievable. Why? I don't know. How could she be doing so well on that a commission i guess it depends on what kinds of things she's selling i guess it made I, me sad when he had to sell his toys i i thought the reason to sell the toys was sad like he wants to open up his own stereo store that mm. was bad yeah yeah i just did I guess it's someone's dream out there, but I didn't approve of his dream. I didn't approve of his dream either. He should have owned a, He should have opened a toy shop is what he should have done. A collectible toy shop. Yes. He was like the fanboy to end all fanboys. I really liked how he's like, Steve Austin, you, you stay. I don't know who that is. That was the... It wasn't the wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was the... They talked about a little bit the $6 million man's boss in the show. Who was the guy with the one eye that he was talking to at the end? Was it the same one? Yeah. That was the same dude. That was the boss of the $6 million man. I I didn't realize he only had one eye or like a crazy eye. (laughs) Like us? (laughs) Like our crazy eyes? Shout out to anybody who has a crazy eye when they smile. Yeah, when you look in picture and one eye just is doing its own thing, that's the crazy eye. Doesn't your daughter have one of those now? I don't know. I'll have to look in the pictures. Yeah. I think I've seen it once. Okay. But we can hope that she has yes, good pictures in our future. Oh, I thought you were going to say we can hope that she has a crazy eye. No. Because that's what I was thinking. No, we don't want her to have a crazy eye. We want her just pictures sometimes. to be normal. Uh, just sometimes. <laughs> the guy buffering the marble floor when they get to the hotel room. No way. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Comic relief, I guess. But I would have been, I would have been just like him. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Especially if my room is that time and they told me I could go up. Oh, nope, you're no. done. That's, yes, I agree with you there. So I think overall, we're doing pretty well. I, oh, I'm sorry. I just have one more unbelievable thing because I thought you were going to move on. Okay. Were you ready to move on? I was going to make the transition. Okay. Uh, whenever Jay says to Andy, your dick is my dick. That's unbelievable that you would just let these dudes just like have that much control over who you sleep with. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. But I also see him trying to fit in and want friends. Maybe he was lonely. I mean, his best friends were the older couple that lived above him. And I thought that was adorable. Yeah. Like how he related to them. But even they knew it wasn't normal. I did like that they became his friends. Mm-hmm. I did like that. I thought that of the four of them, 
I thought that cow was the least dysfunctional. Me too. Of them. I thought that exact same thing. I wrote that. Yeah, cow was. I felt bad for him at the, at, where was it? Was it Jay's baby party at the bar? Which was completely unbelievable. Who has a baby shower at a bar? It wasn't even a baby shower. It was just like gifts. Oh, were they? Yeah. He had like the, the baby's clothes, like hanging around his neck. I completely missed that. Yeah. They were like opening gifts and stuff. I guess i just thought it was a weird shirt i nope. did not i missed that completely it's like a baby shower at a club how about Should her getting, getting back together with him because she found out she was pregnant after he did all that stuff he was the worst jay was the worst you didn't like his character at all no i mean sometimes he was kind of funny like some of his quotes and stuff but no he was despic- despicable wow he was a dick. He treated women very poorly. He did. I think that he treated his friends better than he treated any woman that he met. Yeah. He was a doofus and he didn't deserve Jill. Was she messing around on him at all? Did that happen or no? They didn't say. Okay. I wasn't sure if I got that vibe or not. So yeah. Jay was the worst with women. Dave, a.k.a. Paul Rudd, probably second worst with women. <laughs> but you didn't really see him with any women except Mindy Cowling. That's the yeah. other cameo. Yeah, which, that's right. Yeah, that Mindy, was her first appearance in a, a feature length film. That was cool. I was very excited to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, I guess he was bad with women, but he, he also didn't really try with women. I love that end scene, or like the scene towards the end where they're at the bar. I think, was it the baby shower club scene? Where what was happening? Where uh, Cal was like, I hired that girl for you. And then he started like flicking them in the balls. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I'm punching your nuts. <laughs> I really like that. And then it, like they flash back to him and he's making out with that girl. <laughs> there was a lot of things that I liked just with the guys in general. Um, and I know when we talk chemistry, we're talking about the couple in the movie. So Catherine Keener and Steve Carell. But I really did enjoy the guys' chemistry together. I did, too. I thought that it, they went so well together, how Cal was kind of keeping them together. Andy was second most together yeah. of them, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, Dave, I mean, when you're wearing a shirt with your own face on it, employee of the month, I need that shirt. <laughs> I need a shirt with Paul Rudd's face employee of the month. Yes. That's on my to-do list. Okay. I'm going to put that down somewhere. Yeah. It was just great. Um, (laughs) I just saw something that made me laugh. I think it was Paul Rudd's character who said, love is a mysterious fig. What does that even mean? Don't know, but I thought it was funny, so I wrote it down. I wrote, too bad I retired my cock. (laughs) (laughs) That was the quote I wrote down. (laughs) Also, the fact that, like, fuck, James and George Uh always use the phrase putting the pussy on a pedestal. 
Is that a real thing that guys talk about? I don't think so. I think they just did it because of this movie. But there were so many times that they were talking about putting the pet pussy on a pedestal. Can we get a call on that, Bernard? Okay. <laughs> Bernard says he's never said that in his life. Or heard it. I really liked Pussalaya. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. When was that? Well, granted, you watched this Friday and Saturday, and I watched it today. Oh, okay. And it was whenever they were um, talking outside after after they called him out for being a virgin everywhere in the office. Oh, in the office, in the store. <laughs> they were at the store. Yes. Their office, I guess. One last unbelievable thing. Oh, please. You can say it's one last unbelievable thing, but it's not going to be. I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure that this is the second time I've said this at least. Do you think that a man would go to a waxing place mm-hmm. because his friends told him to? Um, I think if it's someone as insecure as Andy, yes, he would. Um, I think that he was embarrassed that he was still a virgin. He didn't like people knowing. So he wanted to do what he could to rectify the situation. And if they told him to get waxed, he was going to try it. I think it's unbelievable how they went about the waxing like i would think they would have trimmed that well or like use because they have oils that they use to like open the follicles and stuff and have you ever gotten a wax not professionally i do it myself do you like to do it yourself (laughs) (laughs) so Here's the story that I brought about in the beginning. I teased it in the beginning about waxing. Yes. So I got it professionally done for a few times and I did really enjoy it. And I honestly didn't really think it hurt. There was like one spot where it hurt, but then it was fine. But they do. They put oils on to like open up the follicles and stuff. And they always say like you want it to be like a fourth of an inch. Mm -hmm. Not longer because then you tear... There is an ideal pubic hair length for waxing. Absolutely. I tried to do it myself at home. Waxing? Yes. And okay. I, I couldn't do it. I was too scared to pull it. Really? I was. I needed somebody else to pull it. So I went up to my husband, James, oh, and I was like, I need you to pull this off for me. And he was like, no. I was like, just pull it. Just pull it. And he was like, absolutely not. I was like, I can't do it, James. You got to do it. This was like probably like just months into us dating. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> One, you made it so much worse by waiting that long to pull the strip off. Have you ever done it by yourself since? Nope. Oh my god. Nope, I haven't. It was weird though. It wasn't strips. It was like this moldable like Oh, I've never jelly done that. that oh, dries no. and then you pull it off. No. Nope. Oh, it was weird. Strips. Do strips. Oh, I'm never doing it. So, I use not that bad fuck i said his name again you did it's really not that bad and it doesn't hurt that much there is a little there's a part that hurts but it's like the top yeah yeah where the hair is the densest yeah yeah i mean i was totally fine if i have somebody else do it 
like that's how I was okay with getting it professionally done. Like it's fine if somebody else pulls it, but I had trouble pulling it myself. I was going to say something and homage to the movie (laughs) but i can't bring myself to say the p word the pussy word yes i hate it and they said it in this movie a lot i don't like the p word when it refers to the vagina i don't mind it whenever it's a dude being called a pussy oh really yeah i don't care oh i can't separate the uses no i i can do you prefer the C word or the P word? Ugh. Neither. Did I text you and said I love it whenever the hound it, says the C word? Yes. Okay. You know you can say it. You don't have to censor yourself for me. No, I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I only say it if I really mean it about somebody. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like either word. And Bernard will use the C word. When someone does something that really... I think the C word is really good for comedic effect. (laughs) Like, anytime it's used in Game of Thrones, I laugh so much. I only approve of, like you said, the hound saying it. Everyone else is not allowed to say it. Not allowed. Okay. So, yes. Um, After that, I think we're ready to move on to obstacles. Unless you have more believable... We didn't talk about chemistry at all in regards to... We have to move the obstacles. Oh, damn it. I was ready to talk about chemistry. Fuck. You're not following your own written... Oh, well, it's behind the computer, so I can't really see it. Would you like me to hold it for you? Oh, there we go. So, obstacles. I mean, his insecurity. Oh, I was like, I only have one, but that's a really good one that I didn't even think of. His insecurity... Because it goes into his lack of communication with her as well. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And that he doesn't want to talk about not having a lot of sexual experience. She's much more open with him. Um, and his, in terms of, uh, I well, I don't know if you can say she's a lot more open with him because she wasn't honest about having the kids. Right. Yeah. So she has her own insecurities as well. Um, But once things come out, she's willing to talk about them. I mean, when you're at someone's house, you can't not talk about kids that are living there. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think his insecurity, his lack of communication, ability to communicate about what's going on with him. That's a huge obstacle that I didn't even think of. Can I guess what you're going to talk about? Yes. I would love for you to guess. The fact that he rides a bike (laughs) and has no car. (laughs) No, but that's a great obstacle. Did you write that down as one of your obstacles? No, I didn't. Okay. But it is an obstacle. (laughs) I know that if I'm not living in like a city where you have to pay for parking and some guy's like, I just have a bicycle. No, that's like a deal breaker. Yeah. One, why don't you have a car? Yes. Two, you never learned how to drive. Why? Or three, what happened to your car? Lots of. There's lots of follow up up questions. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, my biggest obstacle that like continuously thought of throughout the movie was the advice. Like terrible advice. That's all I kept thinking. I was like, don't listen to these dicks. And then finally, towards the end, Cal was like, you just got to tell her the truth. And I was like, all right, this guy finally is like wisened up. 
to telling the truth but like he, like especially like I started pointing it out more and more whenever uh, I think it was Jay he said ask questions and be kind of a dick and I was like mm. absolutely not don't do that and the whole questions thing was very funny whenever he was doing it with Elizabeth. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that it worked. <laughs> but then they knew who she was, so they knew exactly what was going to work with her. Yeah. What was that one movie where they were supposed to ask questions and like she wouldn't someone wouldn't tell them their name or whatever? It's a movie somewhere. This can be edited out, doesn't matter. I <laughs> I don't care. It's not coming to me. Okay. They're not? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about either. That's fine. Okay. We'll edit that. <laughs> uh, I thought Elizabeth Banks' character looked great. Oh, but she was not an obstacle. No, I just was saying that she looked great. Okay. Since you brought her up again, <laughs> can we talk about the carpet that was on her bathroom floor? <gasps> Thank God you brought it up. <laughs> Oh my god, I had that written down too. What, what the, the fuck? hell was that? Who has carpet in their bathroom? Well, I, because I think it was already pre-carpeted. Wasn't there a blue carpet and then she put like a huge crocheted carpet on top of the blue carpet? It's like tassels. Yeah, I didn't quite understand what was going on. That's an obstacle to cleanliness in the bathroom. Yes, you know there's mold under there. Like under all that carpet, there yes. are mold spores. There's got to be like hair and nails and shit in that carpet, Ew. like buried. I'm just saying, just saying. There's got to be stuff in there. You don't think she vacuums? How can you vacuum that? The shit'll get like the tassels are so long. <laughs> <laughs> the ta- <laughs> making hand motions that Marie is making fun of. It looks like she's tickling someone's balls. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> That's what that hand motion looks like. Um, no, like if the the little the tassels, yes, when you get vacuum sucked them up into the vacuum. I didn't pick up on tassels. I just noticed how large the crochet loops looked. <laughs> yes, it was completely unbelievable. Yes. Any other op? I don't think there are other obstacles. I mean, he's a virgin, but I'd, it doesn't turn out that that's an obstacle. I mean, I don't think that is an obstacle. I think just his insecurities, like you said, and the terrible advice he was given. Well, you also don't even have to like bring it up in conversation. Just if you're that insecure about it, just let things roll. Yeah. You disagree. You think you need to communicate about it. Okay, finish your drink. Okay. Because we're going to need to get another one. Um, I think you need to communicate about it with your significant other. Not your friends necessarily, but significant other, yes. Okay. How's that drink treating you? Fine. Okay. Could you... Is it possible to make a request? Can you do less seltzer, more passion fruit? If you think you think that's a bad idea, can I can I make a request? Wait, look at that one though. <laughs> Damn it, Allison! What the fuck? Hey, I've handed mine like this with a few sips left in it because you handed that's yours not, like that. That's not a put, set. Put it next to. Fine. <laughs> can we just make the switch to regular rum? All right, I'm so. No. All right. I refuse to make the drink. 
Jesus, you make one suggestion. This is why Andy didn't fucking communicate. He was afraid of being judged by everyone, assholes. I don't think this is judgment. I think these are the rules. The rules are there, there are ain't no, no rules. rules. Can we do that movie? No, that's Greece. I that's meant Greece. I meant Greece too. Yeah. Oh, we can do Greece too. That's a rom com. God, I fucking love Greece too. So do I. I fucking love On it. So for so many different reasons. One, who didn't want to be Michelle Pfeiffer? I wanted to be Michelle I Pfeiffer. I wanted to be Michelle. Wait. I also wanted to be Michael Carrington. No, I wanted to be his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Then he turned out to be it. To just do regular rum. Fuck that shit. I know. I don't like the aftertaste of this. It's a terrible trick. It really, it really doesn't bother me either. That or because of this podcast, my tolerance for like liquor has just changed. You think this is the third worst drink? So you're going Campari, the Bicicletta. You're going the Naked and Famous with the mezcal. The Naked and Famous was not great. And then you're going this one. Wasn't there an oh old fashioned? I'd rather do an old-fashioned than than this. I don't know. Maybe. This is easy. We'll see. Are you not having a good time with it? I am not having a good time with it. No. It's like the uh, grounds for divorce. You didn't do well with that either. Yeah. The... I don't know. Do you think it's pineapple juice? Because that had pineapple juice in it, too. Oh, maybe. Maybe you don't like pineapple juice. Interesting. Uh, a very dear friend of mine had a LARPing birthday party where they got a keg of Halakaliki. Is yeah. that how you say it? Yeah. The beer. And now no one in that friend group can drink pineapple beer ever again. A keg is a lot of beer. A keg. Not a quarter of a keg. A whole a keg. keg. Oh and to God. this day, like they will gag if it gets brought up. I don't blame them. That's too much of that like i can maybe drink one maybe because it's a little sweet oh cracked me up because i wasn't one of the ones that got sick (laughs) (laughs) oh that was great 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 um so are we good with obstacle what do you think about his whole breakdown when they're selling the toys and stuff and he just starts yelling at her oh don't burp in the microphone that's disgusting you're disgusting i know um I I didn't have a problem with that because whenever he said he was going to sell his toys, I was like, oh, don't sell your collectibles. What would you have done if you'd walked into his place and you saw all of those collectibles? What would your first thought have been and would you have continued to date him? I would have. I would have been more alarmed at the box of porn than the collectibles. Really? Yeah. Why would a box of porn alarm you? A giant fucking box? It was... It was a giant box. It wasn't like... I don't know. Am I being a prude? Well, what do you, what, what would you rather have in a guy's apartment? Probably porn. Like, I would consider that normal. That as long as porn. It, as long as it's... They're like 50 tapes. As long as it's like normal porn... Okay. If it's if it's not a woman fucking a horse, I would be fine with it. Like if it's normal porn. Ooh. People Yeah, more passion fruit. 
People watch I like porn. It. And yeah, yeah, but I don't. Do you want? There was no own? Netflix back then. Okay. You have to have. Have you ever watched porn? No, it's fine. I think it's normal. I just don't. I just don't think I would want to see that many VCRs. Like, I don't think I would want to see Boner Jams 03. <laughs> Boner Jams 03. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see Boner Jams 01. You wouldn't be curious as to what was considered a Boner Jam? Uh, I didn't. I, I don't know. I just. I need more of a story. <laughs> Oh yeah, Andy from the office was called uh what the fuck was he called? No, it wasn't Boner Jam. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But it was Boner Boner Champ. It was something. Yeah. Something Boner. I maybe it's because like I don't know. I just I thought the collectibles maybe not the amount what about a framed Asia poster? That was a little ridiculous. <laughs> you know how I know you're gay. You have a framed poster Asia. That was so funny. <laughs> which I guess they also did that in Knocked Up, which I've never seen. I That's another one where I've seen the majority, but I don't think I've seen all of it. Is that on this list? I don't think it's on this list. It might be on the top 150. Because okay. I was really surprised. I mean, it, from what I remember, it's a good movie. That and This is 40. This is 40 is really good. Paul Rudd's in that oh, one, too. Oh, I hated This is 40. You didn't like it? I was so fucking depressed no. after watching This is 40. Bernard. Oh, I liked it. Were you depressed after watching This is 40? Depressed. I was so depressed. Yes. I cried. I had a really bad day at work on Saturday and I came home and watched Game of Thrones and cried when Gren got killed by the giant. <laughs> oh my god. I was sitting in the bathtub just bawling about Gren being killed by the giant. <laughs> I was alone. I was alone. <laughs> I was alone. <laughs> In reality and in my soul, I was alone. Uh, James, feel free to edit that. No, don't edit that. Uh, yeah, a box full of porn, whatever. But I don't want it around my kids. But yeah, but the collectibles, like he was so cute with the kids, and those, like he was cute with the kids, and I agree. I thought that he related wonderfully with the kids in the different ages like he was age appropriate with the little one yeah and you know with the magic and talking to her but then when marlo would give him shit he would not give it back to her but he would acknowledge the yes. shit and just like roll with it i like, like that sarcasm is a second language to me so yes. i'm right there with you his chemistry with the children was very good chemistry you say wasn't that a lovely segue it was yeah the chemistry with the kids was great um i thought the chemistry with between steve krell and katherine keener was good um yes i guess maybe thank you thank you second drink second drink it's definitely more pink it looks more like 
a Mai Tai now. Should I take a picture of it for reference? Yes, take a picture of it for reference sake. Here, um, uh, holy shit. We have drank a lot of the bottle. I'm going to take a picture of it in front of our beautiful, incorrectly numbered chart. Just take it strategically so people don't realize it's numbered incorrectly. Well, now they know because you've said it, I think, multiple times. You've said it multiple times. <laughs> uh, so I'm really bad at taking pictures. I think that their mental or emotional chemistry is good. I thought the physical chemistry was lacking, but then I thought... Oh, I didn't think so. Well, I thought it was appropriate for the movie itself because him being experienced, him being insecure, that maybe it's okay that they don't mesh real well all together. Yeah. But I thought the makeout sessions looked normal. It yeah. wasn't like he didn't know where to kiss her or something. I thought he even started looking better as they started dating. Like his outfits and stuff got better throughout. The worst outfit he wore <laughs> I, I hope it's what I think it is. Was when his friends picked out a shirt for him. Oh my to god. To wear to meet the tranny. No actually I no, that was the um, po- uh, po- the date palooza. Oh, was that date palooza? Date palooza. <laughs> yeah, that shirt was horrible. I was actually gonna say like, whenever he got invited to poker night. Oh my oh, god! No. Oh my god! Marie doesn't like it. That's terrible. What happened? Oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Are you crying? <laughs> no, I'm not crying. <laughs> Oh, I really like it. <laughs> it's I like the passion fruit. Wait, let me taste. Maybe try, try mine and see if you like mine better because yours looks a little darker. Maybe mine. Maybe mine just took me by surprise how strong the taste got because it wasn't that strong. You want yours back? <laughs> I think they're the same. By the way. Oh my god. Okay. Well, now mine has less in it. Are you sure you don't want it back? Bernard is mad <laughs> in the background. Don't tell me to toughen up. You don't know my taste buds. <laughs> I think he knows your taste buds, Marie. He does. Exactly. The last drink didn't have taste. Okay. I like this drink. All right. I'll move on. I'll move on now. I'm ready. Um, I. What were we talking about? We were talking about his outfits. Oh, the I, poker night. The poker night outfit. Oh, when he wore a suit to play poker. <laughs> it that was, was adorable, but like really funny. It was bad. I thought that. I just. I like the evolution of the guys' relationship and the guys themselves. Because you meet them at that poker night and in the beginning, and they just seem like such assholes. But they're not. They really are a lot more than that. And I think they really do take Andy in. And I liked that. I liked that he had friends. Even though they made him angry, it was nice to see. And I think it made him happier all in all. I don't know. Do you think they really made him angry? At times? Maybe it was himself that made him angry. I don't know. Yes, they made him angry, especially with the transvestite. Well, yeah, I, I don't know how you not how you don't know. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. 
yes i think they made him angry at times i that goes with friends though yeah that's part of normal relationships so it's probably part of his character arc where he had to learn how to deal with people in general yeah it's a part of my character arc that i'm still working on that you get mad at me sometimes and you don't tell me do i get mad at you i don't know i was asking earnestly because i don't think you do i don't think i do okay cool no I was thinking the other day, no one put more toilet paper on the roll. I was like, damn it, Allison. <laughs> and I was like, shit, she doesn't I live don't here. Live here anymore, I, I, can't, I can't get mad at her for not changing the toilet paper. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. So I don't know whose chemistry I enjoyed more, the guys or his and Catherine Keener's. I thought trish was a very adorable person she, i liked her personality a lot i think that plays into like her as a, like in real life too she oh, seems really? like a very approachable very fun person there we go not that i've seen any interviews or anything with her in real life but i, I don't, don't know i think i've ever seen any other movies with her in it um being john malkovich nope What's the one with Robin Williams and Ed, not Edward Burns, Ed Norton, nope. where he literally no idea what you're talking about? Wow. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of different things that you should watch because they're very good movies. I think that was just a period of movies that I missed out on, like all of the really good movies from the like the 90s. Yeah, you were too young to watch a lot of those. Hashtag millennial. I'm a millennial too, I think. Are you? I think so. Okay. I don't know for sure. Oh, okay. If I am, I'm the worst. <laughs> I like I millennial, I'm proud. Uh is our brother a millennial? No. No, definitely, definitely not. not. <laughs> that was amazing. What's our brother? I think he's generation Z maybe. Is he a baby boomer? I'm just kidding. No, I know he's not a baby boomer. He's not a baby, baby making boomer. making fun of his age. <laughs> That was mean. You're I'll, over it? I'm over it. Okay. All in good fun. Um, yeah, I liked Trish. I really liked her rant when Andy pretended to be a telemarketer. I was so... The whole time, he, I was like, why would you make up a name? Why would you... Make, like, just talk normal? I don't know, but it was... And she really went after him. That was something. Would, if you had called someone and pretended to be a telemarketer and that person you wanted to go out with went off on the telemarketer like that, would you still go out with them? No. Would you be too afraid to? I would, yes. I, I would say that they probably have that kind of a streak where if they get mad, then they'll really get mad. And you don't like that? No. Even-tempered's the way to go. Even-tempered's the way to go. I like even-tempered as well. Uh, let's see. Are we good with chemistry? I think so. I thought that they both equaled each other physically. Yes. And I like that he lost all that weight to be Andy. Mm -hmm. He looked good. He did look good. Ooh, one thing that I want to say... I don't like a hairless man. Like, I think 
a man that like grooms too much and like gets rid of too much body hair is like unnatural. I'm talking about like shaven legs, shaven arms, shaven chest. Like, Where did that come from? Uh, under chemistry, there's an arrow that says attractive. Okay. And I was just thinking about him with his shirt off because he is shown with his shirt off a lot. Mm-hmm. So you like all the hair he has? I like it better than no hair on him because I think that would be weird. Okay. What do you do? You have other thoughts? He had a lot of hair. Do you think the rock? waxes everything (laughs) (laughs) i i you know what i've never noticed i've never thought about it i would say his arms he would have to shave or wax right chest wise i don't know is that something that actors do do they like shave their arms well i think bodybuilders do and he's definitely a bodybuilder do you think Conan shaves his arms? <sighs> no. I don't think Conan no. shaves his arms. I think Conan is all natural. Conan is like Jay. No, they have different heritages. What? James, but they no, have different heritages. They do. James is Scottish and Italian, and Conan is Irish. Did you see that article where they said that Conan was 100% Irish and it was like scientific anomaly? No, I did not see that. It was really funny. You should look into it. Okay. I'll send it to you. Thank you. Hashtag Rom Coco. I need a little more Conan in my life. Everybody needs a little bit more Conan in their life. We definitely need more Conan in our lives. We need Conan on this podcast. Come on, Rom Coco. Hashtag Rom Coco. Love for Conan. I love it. He's my number one. James is my number two. (laughs) My number two ginger. Conan is number one. Uh, Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think that like the whole arms and legs, like shaving arms and legs, that's not normal. Yeah, that's one of that's what I think too. Like, I was at the end scene whenever they were doing it, and I was like, oh, his hair grew back. Yeah, and I read it. It took like several months in real life for it to come back, which I thought was, I thought was unbelievable because I would think in like a month it would be back to normal. I mean, you could see like still in that scene where Uh it was like lighter. (laughs) I know, less dense. I felt so bad. I was like, please don't rip it. Please don't rip it. (laughs) You knew it was going to be bad. I know. Oh, my gosh. But the wax lady, I think her name was Mika or something. She goes, you pussy. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. She was like, she might have been my favorite character in this movie. Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. But she was really funny. Who would be your favorite character in this movie? That's a tough call. There were a lot of great characters. I mean, you got Jane Lynch singing her Guatemalan love song. So funny. Of lines from a Spanish textbook. (laughs) (laughs) Her voice was lovely, by the way. Her voice was lovely. Can I ask you in your personal opinion? Yes, I love these questions. When she told Andy, I'll haunt your dreams... Do you remember her saying that? Oh, yes. Was that a threat or was that like a 
promise. I couldn't tell. I think it was a promise that she was so good in bed that she would haunt his dreams. She did not say it like that. She didn't, but that's the way I took it. Okay. The way she smelled him afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) She's another. She's ageless. She She always looks the same age. Yeah. But now every time I see her, I think of Criminal Minds. Oh. Because she's Spencer Reed's mother. No, I always think Sue Sylvester from Glee. (laughs) Okay. But I don't know. It might be this movie now. Yeah. No, I loved it. Um, I also loved Cal and Dave. Like, both were hysterical. Yeah. But I was trying to think between Cal or Dave, who I liked better. I think I'd have to go Cal. I was going to say Cal as well. He was oddly more well-rounded. I agree. Even though he was kind of a burnout. Yeah. Did you notice the one scene he's like typing on a typewriter? I really, really wanted to know what he would have been writing. When was that? Whenever they were talking on the phone about her being a grandma. Okay. No, I did not notice that. Like I said, I watched this today. You watched this three days ago. So, and you were ill. So, do you think he's like a stock boy slash writer? No. I think he's a stock boy slash stoner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, chemistry. I think we're done with chemistry. No. How about that kiss? Oh, I thought that was nice. I thought they had good kissing scenes. What about the first kiss that they had? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But I do remember being like, wow, she looks really good in that lingerie. Oh, yeah, she did. She looked really good. Yeah. Her outfits were really fun for that time period. Yeah. And sometimes you look back and you're like, ooh, what is that person wearing? But... Like Elizabeth Banks' metallic silver skirt that she had on. Oh, no. That was so bad. (laughs) But she was just kind of casual, like jeans and tank top, jeans and t-shirt kind of girl. I thought thought it was good. Yeah, me too. Um, So first kiss and kissing in general was good. I hated the wedding dress. I didn't mind it. I didn't like it. I thought that we've seen way worse wedding dresses in the movies that we've seen so far. Like what? Notting Hill comes to mind. I don't remember it. Wasn't it like a satiny train rack? (sighs) You're a satiny train rack. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. I think I tried to block out the ending of that movie because I hated the ending of it. Yeah. I didn't want there to be a happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) Which would have been a happy ending in the long run. Uh, The moment they fell in love. This is tough for me. I thought it was tough to find his moment they fell in love. I thought it was easy to pinpoint her moment she fell in love. I thought hers was whenever he started interacting with her children. Yes. When the... Kat Dennings brings in the younger girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was it for her. But his, I don't know. It's hard to say because is this the first woman he's had like a relationship with and like he just got attached immediately? I mean, it seems like he had relationships in the past. It's just when they tried to overcome the physical part or like move into the physical part, he didn't have a lot of luck. 
it, he really had terrible luck with those experiences like the dream flashbacks and everything like i mean oh. when the girl's sucking on his toes oh no and it tickles him and he kicks her in the face <laughs> <laughs> i lost it because then she starts bleeding yes and she's like what's wrong with you what's wrong with you bitch you sucked his toes don't no you? offense to anybody who likes that no offense to toe suckers out there but don't you wait until like maybe the second time to bring out your kinks or likes or whatever yeah. however you want to deem it yeah or do you think it's best to just get it out in the open no <laughs> <laughs> i think it's best to wait a time okay okay <laughs> it's fine that's fair um so what when did he fall in love with her we can't decide i don't know was it benny hana no way too early that was their first date no way did he fall in love with her at benny hana was it was when it he the bike was it when she got him the bike I was going to say, is it when he goes to Elizabeth Banks's place and then realizes that Beth isn't the girl for him, that he needs to be with Trish, and then he goes to go find her after their fight? I didn't think he thought Beth was the girl for him. I think he just wanted to boink somebody. Yeah. But he also realizes there that he needs to be with Trish. Yeah. That's a very tough one to call. It is. You think it's before that? I do. I think it's maybe it's just not pictured. Maybe it's something that we didn't see. But I think that's bullshit. You're bullshit. <laughs> maybe maybe it's whenever she gets him the bike or whenever they're tandem biking or whatever. What about when they fight with each other? No. 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 Okay. This is the first time that I didn't write anything down and maybe that this is my downfall. Maybe it's my downfall. No, I don't think it is a downfall. I don't think that any at any point he looks at her and like there's I don't know, a sparkle in his eye, a little spark, <laughs> a little sparkle, a little sparkle. <laughs> I didn't see anything. Yeah. I loved it whenever they were talking about uh, liar liar and how the the premise is to not lie or like the the lesson and it's like oh this movie's lesson is to not lie I think he had to fall in love with her before Kat Dunning's locked in the bathroom and they're screaming at each other yeah, I think that was really that would be really scary to see if you weren't in love with somebody. Yes. And then he offers to take her to the health center for birth control. And what guy is going to do that without being in love with the mother? But he also had an ulterior motive to learn. He did have an ulterior motive, but still who would volunteer who would stick around like if you walked in on that scene wouldn't you be like mm, give me a call when you're free and not screaming at your daughter who sounds like a tea kettle right now <laughs> that was funny she does she did sound she like did a sound like a tea kettle <laughs> she has a huge rack she does looks great she does look great she's beautiful that that shirt though like i can 
remember outfits like that from the yes. like late 90s early 2000s I was like oh. I, I think you had one that was similar to that that was like pink and green yeah I used to wear that sometimes like oh my gosh what was that store contempo contempo casuals hello oh my god and then it became wet seal and it wasn't as good wet seal was trashy a little bit is that you bad? sounded very hesitant to I say did, what seal is. I didn't want to offend listeners that shopped at Wet Seal. Is Wet Seal even still open? No. Okay, so don't worry about it then. Uh, there's a new store though called Windsor. That is very that Windsor is way different than Wet Seal and Contempo. It's very like scantily clad mannequins everywhere with like deep V's and short skirts. Isabel loves that store because there's so many sequins. Well, okay. I was She's g- just drawn to it. <laughs> I once one of my guy friends back in college was giving me dating advice. And he said, if you want to get noticed, wear a sequins shirt because men love sequins. And I was like, what? He's like, I love sequins. I love it. I love how it draws your eye. And I was like, what are you talking about? Bernard, can we get a judgment on sequins? What do you want to know about it? <laughs> he asked what we want to know about it. Do, you, do men love sequins because they draw their eye? No. Okay. Sequins are a no-go for men. They, they feel, feel weird, weird to, to touch. touch. They do. They're very rough. They rub. They rub. Um, I'm making a running motion with my arms. Um, one of my, one of my dear friend's weddings, I had a bridesmaid's dress with sequins on it, and I got like a rug burn kind of a rash on my arms from dancing from the sequins. <laughs> oh, that would be so painful. Thankfully, her favors were blankets, and I like tied it on me toga style. And yeah. like just dance like that for you them. do what you can it was very comfortable <laughs> do you still have the blanket i do i just used it the other day Ooh. it's a nice fleece blanket nice it's good favor so shout out to jess and matt oh no you can't use names i think jess and matt is like a little i think it's pretty vague the iconic scene is so <laughs> obvious the waxing scene absolutely yeah I mean, the the guys standing there watching. I love that. And they're dying. They are dying. The fact that you know he did it in real life to get the real reaction. Oh, it looked so painful. And I think as if people get waxed on a regular basis or have gotten waxed and you see that from someone who's going in as like, oh, this is going to be no big deal. And then they realize it's a fucking big deal. It's a big deal. Like, I loved it. The nipple one. I would never. I would never. And I don't even know if they typically do over the nipple. What do you do, though? You can't just have like a hairy nipple. (laughs) Do, Do hairs grow through the nipple? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, I just thought the hair would be around the nipple. So then, do you have like, hairy nipples, Bernard? Here, let's take a take a take a peek. See, do you have follicles in your nips? No, his nipples have no follicles on them. It's just surrounded by hair. Oh, <laughs> ow! <laughs> that looked like it hurt. That was a love plank. Plank. I <laughs> plinked his nip. His nip. 
His nip. Yeah, I don't think that nipples, like you can have hair going around the nipple, but it's not going to be in the nipple. Tweet at us if you have hairy nipples. <laughs> you do not have to tweet at us if you have hairy nipples. It is okay. <laughs> I feel like it's a thing. Could be. I'm sure everybody's body is different. <laughs> but I know like... All the shapes and sizes. All, all shapes, sizes... And, and levels hairs. of hairiness. <laughs> hairiness. Hairiness. How hairy are Conan's nipples? <laughs> I don't think Conan wants to talk about how. I bet she shows nipples. <laughs> Is this straight getting to you? Maybe a little bit. Um, I think that if you go to Netflix and watch his. What is oh, it? Yeah. Conan About Town or whatever it is. <laughs> I love that so much more, but it's Conan Without Borders. Conan Without Borders. When he's wrestling, you could probably Conan, zoom into his Conan nipple. About <laughs> <town>. <laughs> that is the best name. You should steal that from us. Conan About Town. <laughs> A new hashtag. Hashtag Conan About Town. I love it. But Rom Coco is still the best. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that... Iconic scene. Yeah, iconic scene. Their reactions, they played into it. The whole yelling out Kelly Clarkson. Oh, my gosh. As a profanity. But even all the other ones, like, you motherfucker. Like, it was... And he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not you. It just was so funny. Yeah. And the guy's just bending over in laughter in the background. I was surprised that they never addressed the fact that it just went in a smiley face. Well, no, they said man-o-lantern. No, they did it, but, like, there was no rhyme or reason as to why it turned oh, out to be. yeah. Like, they never alluded to the fact that they asked for a smiley face. She never said anything. He never said anything. Maybe she was trying different parts of the body so it would be less pain. Like, the pain would be spread out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When she went in, like, the dip. Like, the sternum. Yes. I was like, oh, that one's going to be the worst one. I bet you the stomach was probably the easiest one. Yes. I you, feel like the nipple would have been the worst. I don't know. Because I, I think it would be denser in the sternum because it's deeper. I don't know. More bone. Yeah, More like bony, not a, not a lot of fat. Yeah, so I think that one would be worse because you know when you wax over your pubic bone, it's it's the worst. Yeah, so maybe yeah. that's why. You really gotta give that a, another go, doing it yourself with the strips and the Sally Hansons. It's not that bad. I'll just use the beard, the beard shaver. Okay, what's that called? The beard shaver. The beard shaver. That's the beard shaver. My husband's fine with it, so I'm just gonna keep doing it. Okay, to each their own. For his birthday, he asked for the lawnmower 2.0. What is that? It's something specifically for your balls. So I'm going to use that now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he specifically asked for it. I just picture like a lawnmower. (laughs) No. A little push mower that you ride over (laughs) your balls. I was picturing like two circles that you push the balls through to get the hair off <laughs> like if you can it's well i'll show you the youtube video later because it's hilarious but does it's it like, show balls no it doesn't but it shows men reactions to like nicking their balls and Ooh. it's supposedly like the no nick 
like it's impossible oh, okay. to make anything down there. So has he used it yet? Yeah, I All haven't good used to it go. yet, but I will. And I'll let you know. Okay. Um. Let's see. Final thoughts on the movie. Do they stay together? Do they stay together? Um. I think so. I really do. I, I think, think so too. Yeah. Hey, you got some work to do. I know. I sure do. <laughs> You're such a bitch. You always make me finish my fucking drink. And you have so much of it left. I have to drive or else I would finish it for you. Uh, I have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if my stomach can handle well, it after this weekend. To be fair, the reason why we haven't recorded a new episode lately is because uh, my sister's entire family had a stomach virus. And it like... Isabella got it, then Bernard, Bernard, then Marie, and it was just... It lingers. Like, even after you're done with all the stomach issues, I still haven't been able to eat. If you can't finish that, I understand, because I don't want you to puke. I don't want to puke either. How many times did you puke? Several. Yeah. I just feel bad for your daughter puking because it's so jarring for a baby to puke. I feel more bad for me because it went in my mouth. Yes. So that is awful. It was it was bad for her. It was bad for her. Her first her first puking experience. It's never fun for baby. No. Do you think they stay together? Yes. I do. I think that with Andy's character and he's such a nice guy I think that he would do anything to make it work and I think she's very lovable and um, I think she's a good person I think they stay together I think it all goes back to how he interacted with her kids as well yeah um, and he's so accepting of them he's very accepting of them and you have to think like 40 years old that's a little I, I want to say it's old to have a kid but Bernard's over 40 and we had a kid when he was over 40 so I just think that to it is old to have a kid especially if she already has a grandkid out there I think they're probably not gonna have kids so he then inherits the kids and I think he'd be fine with that I think he'd be fine with it too yeah no I think there's a happy ending for them I do too absolutely um how about do you think that he ever meets her ex that she had the kids with? How do you think that goes? Yeah, I think probably eventually you'd have to like with weddings and whatever, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably awkward. It's probably fine. Yeah. It depends on what he's like. I just keep thinking about um, was it Cal who was like, what if he's in jail or was it Dave who said that? I or know. I don't know. Somebody was like, "What if he's in jail and he's gonna send a hit out on you or whatever?" <laughs> yeah. Do you think that Cal and Beth have a happy ending? No. Elizabeth Banks and Seth Rogen. No. Does Seth Rogen have all those tattoos in real life? No. Okay. I actually that was one of the notes that I put down. I was like, "Look at those tattoos. Those are ridiculous." Okay. Yeah. No, he doesn't. I mean, I'm sure he has tattoos, but I don't. He doesn't have like sleeves. That's weird to incorporate into a character. I think it was just his stoner kind of character. Like, I don't know. Um, 
I did not like the end scene with the dance number. I loved you did the end scene with the dance number. As soon as I saw the guy shirtless dancing in synchronization, I was all aboard. Get thought, on that train. I was. I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird. How else would you have ended the movie, though? You can't end with the sex scene. That'd be weird. So you end with a dance number? Absolutely. Okay. I read, though, that they had a hard time coming up with an ending. Oh. And then they came up with this. Did you did you read? I couldn't figure out who got heat stroke. I heard Seth. It was Seth Rogen. Was it? Yeah, I saw. I read Seth Rogen got heat stroke on one website, and then on a different one, I read that Jonah Hill got heat stroke. Oh, yes. I don't know. So I wasn't sure which person actually got heat stroke for hmm. dancing. I loved the dancing. I loved the shirtless dancing. I loved everything. I loved Paul Rudd beatboxing. <laughs> Or jiving, whatever you want to call it. I loved it. Loved it. Uh, final thoughts. Something I wanted to touch upon was the woman in the dating palooza whose breast was hanging out. It was tough. It was tough. Would you have said something to her? Yes. I would have too. I would absolutely have said something. Um, I've actually been in that situation before. where Squeeze someone, me? Yeah, where someone's nipples hanging oh, out. Oh, not yours. No, not mine. Okay. Or I had to say something to someone about their nipple hanging out. Oh. Were yeah. they, I mean, I'm sure that they were embarrassed, but you got to do it. I, I, I got in real close so no one else could see. And yeah. you just say, you got to, you got to fix yourself up. <laughs> and they look down and they're like, all right, cool. Person was not embarrassed in the slightest. Well, good for them. Mm-hmm. I'll be anxious to hear who that was. I was mortified to have to point it out. So. Yes. What Were they drunk? You? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, you, I thought you had something to say. Oh, I do. Okay. I was saving it for my final, your final, 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 your thought. final, final thought. Do you want to, is this a feel good movie? Oh yeah. I'd watch it again. Yeah. Before seeing this, I would say I'm never interested in watching it again. But now that I've watched it again, I will absolutely watch this again. Oh, no. This is a movie that when it's on TV, I watch it. I, I But that's also why I've never like watched it all the way through because it's always... I think that you have to watch it uncut, though. It's so much funnier uncut. I don't think. And I didn't realize there was an unrated version. And now I'm a little sad I didn't watch the unrated version. Well, Netflix... We Did you watch it on Netflix, yeah. I'm assuming? Yeah. So, like, how would you... I want to yeah. watch the unrated version, though, basically because I love the, you know, how I know you're gay scene, and yeah. it's extended <laughs> and the unrated version. <laughs> you, yeah, that was very funny. That may have been my favorite part of the movie. So, saddle up for this. I'm, I'm saddled. Okay, so I'm sure you saw this briefly in the IMDb fact page, but I saw it, and of course, my natural curiosity like i'm always into the true crime stuff did you see this do you know what i'm talking about i don't know what you're talking you don't know what I'm talking oh about? wait no 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 i do know what you're talking okay. about yes i figured it out yes okay. i got it so one of the characters he was a minor character um shelly malil was convicted of attempted mur- murder in 2010 
Um, and I saw that in the facts. And I was like, oh, my God, what do you do? I have to find out what he did. Now, there were two there were two workers at the store of Indian descent. And there was one tall one and one shorter one. The, this is the taller one. His name is in the movie. His name was Haziz. OK. Yes. Um, so, and I actually have like the headline here. Um, I took a screenshot of it so I would be able to find it easily. Um, sorry, I have to. That's all right. (laughs) That's what editing is for. We can cut that down. True story. So, and actually this is an article that was from just last summer, August 30th, 2018. 40-year-old virgin actor Shelley Malil granted parole after stabbing girlfriend 23 times. 23 times. 23 times. Now, she lived. So, that's good that she lived. But he went to jail, and he was sentenced to 12 years to life, but he was paroled just last summer. Wow. Yeah. So, I was just like, what? Oh, my God. So... Yeah, that was my whole fun fact. That's a lot of stabs. Apparently, he was drunk and in a jealous rage. Two things that should never go together. Agreed. But, yeah, the true crime always fascinates me. So, I thought that was interesting. On a scale, Allison, of martini glasses, where would you place this romantic comedy? I would place it at a 3.5. Really? Shockingly low. Why? What, what did I place uh, for getting Sarah Marshall at? 4.5? I think it was a 4.5. I think because of the rom-com value. This is another one where I think it was more of a man's movie, which is fine. But I think that's why I'm rating it as lower. I was doing this as a 4.5. Were you really? That it is more of a rom-com than Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's so funny. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like this movie a lot, but I, I don't know. It's it's As a rom-com, it's a 3.5 for me. I don't know why that there's a discrepancy there, but yeah. or disparity. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I guess we average out at a four, four out of five martini glasses. I'm okay with that. All right. So am I. Our next movie coming up, movie I've never seen, another numbered movie, 500 Days of Summer. That's our next movie. I thought our next movie was Roxanne. No, that is after 500 Days of Summer. Okay. Yeah. So we got (laughs) 500 Days of Summer coming up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Please go on iTunes. Rate or, or SoundCloud or SoundCloud preferably or the Google Play or Google Play. Rate, review, subscribe, follow, subscribe. Please, please, please. Um, Hashtag help us quit our jobs. I don't know if I just say that on the air. We sh- we're it doesn't matter. They know we're desperate. <laughs> um, yes, we have ten reviews on iTunes. Do we have ten reviews? We, we've had the same ten reviews for like two months now. Oh, I thought they were actually like written reviews because no, we have like three no, or four written no, reviews. No, just ten numbered. Okay. We only have four written reviews. Hey, one of my friends who lives in San Francisco reached out to me and said that it was a legit. Wait, can I find it? Can I say the quote? You can. Because while you're it's do- great. 
While you're doing that, I'm going to give a shout out to some new listeners that I found. Dig it. Shout out to London, England, Niteroy, Brazil, Bandung, Indonesia, Schiffweilers, Germany, and North Vancouver, Canada. Please keep listening. Did you see today we got a bunch of Chicago, too? A bunch of Chicago. Yeah. I did see that. Pretty pumped. I don't mean to diss our U.S. fans by never mentioning them, but for some reason I get really excited about the whole... International. The international breaking the language barriers. I do, too. Please keep listening. Yeah. Keep spreading the word. We hope you have fun while we have fun, too. Across the state, one of my close friends said, your podcast is really coming along. Legit, enjoyable listen. Nice. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then my husband, James, got two new listeners as well. He has been doing such a great job with the sound. He really has. It's increasing the quality a lot. And I'm very thankful that he also cares about this. Yeah. We don't give him and Bernard enough props for all they do. They do. And do making a lot. this possible. Yes. Very good husbands. So please follow us on Instagram at, at, at Toasty Romcoms. Follow us at Twitter at a toast to Romcoms. Have you figured out the at situation? I'm working on it. Okay. I, yes, I'm working on it. <laughs> and rate, review, follow, subscribe on any of our platforms. Cool. All right. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time for 500 Days of Summer. Cheers. Cheers. You know how I know you're gay? How? How do you know I'm gay? Because you macrameed yourself a pair of jean shorts. You know I know you're gay? You just told me you're not sleeping with women anymore. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? You know how I know you're gay? How? You like Coldplay. I never meant to be so bad to you One thing I said that I would never do Smile right from my face